How the Springboks show their ever-present metal in the Rugby World Cup. It is another one-point victory to scrape through the knockout stages. This time coming back from behind against England in what seemed like a lost cause to a courageous victory in the dying minutes. South Africa will face New Zealand in the final in what is a new chapter of World Rugby's greatest rivalry. All roads lead to Paris for the grandest of finishes, a tactical masterpiece that is surely fit to hang in the Louvre. But first, it hangs in the balance and joining us to unpack all the weekend's action and the road to the final is Mark Keohan. He's a rugby columnist at Sunday Times. Mark, good afternoon to you and thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks. I see we both survived yet another one-point thriller. So one point in the quarterfinals against France, one point against England. My goodness, these boys know how to do it tough, eh? Mark, I thought the game against France was tough. Uh, Saturday was something else. Oh, Saturday, yes. Uh, just talk to us about uh, this game and whether you think the box were on form on Saturday. Yeah, I think one of the biggest fears that everyone had going into the England game was fatigue from the French game. We really left it all out there. It was an occasion that was worthy of a final play in the host nation in front of 80,000 people. And that's why it was quite a surprise that they didn't change the 23. They didn't tweak it, bringing some fresh legs. And I think they acknowledged that the coaches, uh, Rassi Rasmussen, Jacques Nienhaber, by making changes so early, getting Andre Pollard on after 30 minutes, recognizing the conditions, it was going to be a slogathon more than anything else. You know, when you're replacing Sia Khaleesi and Ivan Etzvet within 45 minutes, they obviously had nothing left in the tank. And I mean, if you go back to Rossi Rasmus's coaching mantra, it's always been that they, they obviously monitor the players and they feel there's not going to be a positive contribution. They pull them regardless of who their player is. <clears throat> so they made the big calls during the game. On 76 minutes, I just kept on thinking, how, where, where's this winning, winning moment going to come from? Somehow we fashioned it. And then Andre Pollard, since arriving at the World Cup, he's kicked 10 from 10 and just... Uh, High school and proper and just a, a fantastic win. And when you look at it, I really do think it is a game that South Africa managed to win as opposed to England somehow managed to lose. Mm. Even at 15-6, they never look like scoring a try. They've now played us four times uh, in World Cups at the Stade de France in Paris, and they've never scored a try against us. So kudos to our defence. And again, just the heart, the mental strength, and just the dog that they showed in the battle. There's also like a, a question about temperament over that game, Marking to get your thoughts there. Um, lots of chirping, uh, you know, we saw Quibbers trying to lose his temper. Uh, you know, England over-celebrating penalties. It really uh, was also a bit of a mind game, wasn't it? Let's just talk about uh, some of those tensions we saw on Saturday. Yeah, look, given England's form going into the World Cup, they had lost to Fiji. They hadn't been particularly impressive at the World Cup. Uh, they with, withstood a, a, you know, a Fijian onslaught in the quarterfinal, got to 24 and they won at 30-24. So they were always the underdogs going into the game. I mean, they, what, regardless of what was going to happen, they could only be a victor. The moment they're heroic uh, second place victors, you know, and I always say no one, no one celebrates coming second quite like England rugby. But they were going to get under our skins they they know how to niggle us and they effectively played a brilliant ugly springbok type of rugby mm. uh, everything we've been accused of in the past like when we played against the lions uh to fashion a win when we were kind of seen as the underdogs they kicked the ball out of hand 41 times they the ball never went past the owen farrell at number 10. they were either doing damage control 
uh, or they were going to try and squeeze us out the game by not playing any rugby. So those tensions would have been there. They would have got more confident as the game ticked on, as we kind of struggled in the wet, struggled with, with their tactics. Uh, they just couldn't play that game quite as well as the Springboks played when they play against uh, teams where you know, our approach is we don't want to play any rugby. It's one that was always had the potential to be a banana peel. Mm-hmm. We got out of jail. We've played all our get-out-of-jail cards now. And for me personally, I think it's the, the ultimate final. All Blacks against the Springboks. Mm-hmm. Both have won three World Cups. Whoever wins gets the record fourth one. Uh, it will be nine out of ten Southern Hemisphere titles. So talk of uh, the North dominating, maybe in between World Cups, certainly not at World Cups. But if you are this rugby traditionalist and this global supporter of the game, it doesn't get better than the Springboks against the All Blacks, defending champions uh, against, you know, both these teams have won the last three editions of the World Cup and uh, one of them will win the fourth one. Of course, we spoke about this fatigue going into Saturday, so I'm keen to get your your thoughts about the fatigue here. New Zealand barely had a fight against Argentina. I could say that they have a fresher legs than what we may have at this point. Yeah, I thought they would also kind of win in a messy way because they kept their same 23 as well. It's just that Argentina didn't pitch. They didn't pitch like England. And uh, so it kind of worked in New Zealand's favour. Yeah, I just think it's going to be contrasting styles. Um, I would hope for a kind of result like we had at Twickenham, which was a record score, 35-7. But, you know, Jacques Dinova said that the box would need 30-plus points to beat them. So I don't know if that's my game starting early. Uh, But it's certainly a game where I would like to think there will be some tweaks in that box 23. They may go back to a 6-2 split favoring the forwards and the backs and, uh, and and play a lot more with those forwards. But game management is going to be everything this week on both sides. Both teams have had a, have had some torrid matches. Uh, you know, New Zealand defending 37 phases in the last four minutes to beat Ireland in the quarterfinals. And then obviously the box playing a very good Scotland side in the league uh, in the pool stages. Then that incredible win against uh, France 29-28 and then somehow conjuring and fashioning a win uh, playing the big moment when it mattered most in the 78th minute to get a 16-15 win so yeah it's just game management and it's basically who's mentally going to be the tougher uh, that takes this one on Saturday and I wouldn't bet against the Springboks when it comes to mental toughness I think they're the toughest team in world rugby absolutely agree with you I must ask you though about our preparation leading into uh, you know this final we've had some issues uh, with Bongim Bonambi there uh, you know accusations of racial slurs um, I could be impartial here it seems very unlikely uh, but of course it is noise isn't it Mark yeah it's noise and I mean uh, you know we're a popular team to rugby supporters we're not always a popular team to the opposition and people just don't like it when we succeed um england we're always going to do a bit of moaning afterwards i think they're hurting uh you know do they lose by 30 points or one point it's probably going to haunt them forever that they lost by one point but that is noise this week is pretty much about feed up rest as rest as much as they can. I think they'll walk through drills during the week. Uh, he will have announced the 23 already to the players. And really, it's the game now that gets played. They say the big games are won with the top six inches. And it's it's how whichever team has got the, the strongest mental resolve uh, will come out on top on Saturday. Well, Mark, I thank you for speaking to us. Always a pleasure. And I hope that when I speak to you in a week, it's because we are the world champs again. Thank you so much. That was a columnist for Sunday Times, Mark Keohane.